Who's here? Yeah. Burberry scars, shrimp and Perry on, living like a comet, moving amongst the stars. Hundred thousand dollar sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois. Yes, I've been a boss. Sauntering, major D staying flabbergasted. Her ass about the size of an infant's cat. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Rewind Wrestling Network proudly presents its Tag Team Champions of the World, the Not-So-Road Dog, D-O-M, the high-class one, Bruce, Rewind's New Age Outlaws. Welcome to Top Rope Wrestling Talk, and while I'm at it, a huge welcome to someone that if you watch their content, you probably know and love. I know we do. She is a host of the Rewind Wrestling Podcast. She is the co-host of Ladies Night. She is also a referee for Coastal Championship Wrestling and quickly becoming one of my favorite people on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, Ref Amy Veronica. Oh, wow, applause. What it is. Yeah, the crowd goes wild every time. Every time. Oh, Oh, goodness. Wow. All you in my class. All me? All you go. All me. Okay. (laughs) The whole changing of the intro has completely freaking thrown me off these last two weeks. I'm sorry. Um, So, we just had SummerSlam. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about that later in the show, but right now I just want to get your guys, I want to get your grades on the show, A through F, normal school grading. Amy, what was your, what's your grade for the pay-per-view? Hmm. Great. I'd probably Hmm. give it a B plus. There wasn't anything that I was necessarily mad at. Like, and that's usually a staple for a WWE show where they give me an aneurysm halfway through the show. Um, mm. but there were some uh, like head scratching moments, but other than that, yeah, I would say B plus show, good wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like it, it was a good and en- like book end to like the WrestleMania, the SummerSlam time period. And now we're moving mm. into the SummerSlam survivor series area. So, okay. B plus. All right. All right. Dom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not that far off from Ref Amy. I'll probably give it an A minus. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but it did feel as though this SummerSlam was a whole lot shorter than last year. I sat through last year's going, oh my God, can we end this already? Like, why is why is Tiffany Haddish on my screen? She doesn't even know what title Damian Priest is holding. Like, why, why, why are there drip sticks and, and New Day and NWO shirts? What the fuck is going on? This year, everything just felt crisp. Everything felt like it flowed. The action was better. The stories were great. And and I really enjoyed the hell out of it. So last year, I might have gave a C plus. This one, I'm at A minus. Okay. Um, for me, I mean, I, I, I guess I could say my son forced me to watch the pay-per-view. I was <laughs> never going to watch it until he asked me. So I'm not going to pass up time with my son. Um, well, yeah. Exactly. I was... I'll just say I had zero expectations going into this pay-per-view because I hadn't watched one since Royal Rumble. 
Um, so for me, I give it a, a solid C plus. Um, it, yeah, it was, it was a C plus show to me and I'll explain more when we get to it later on in the show. Okay. But as we, as we all know, triple H is taking city as well. Triple H. And, oh, I'm sorry. One more, one more. My bad, Brucey. You get, you can tell Chris has been watching us from day one. Cause he took us to an old intro. Hi, we're the dumbasses. Welcome to Top Row. <laughs> <laughs> we actually started our show like that at one point. <laughs> I would be so, on the show every week if we did. If you guys did that, <laughs> oh, I would have totally did it if I knew you were down. Oh, I didn't absolutely. want to call you a dumbass. You know, it was oh, me, no. Bruce, Wendy. You know, clearly Let's we're done. <laughs> okay, we're the dumbasses. Go on, Brucey <laughs> Triple H. At one point in time, there was four of us on this show. Now there's three. Well, two at the moment. Um, so as we know, Triple H has taken over creative, and I mean it's been talked about uh a lot. But the thing that hasn't really that we actually here on Top Rope haven't really got to talk about is with Triple H coming into creative, let's talk about some of the people that could possibly now come back and make an impact because if you it, it, it you saw Triple H's touch on Monday Night Raw. You saw Tommaso Ciampa beat AJ Styles. You know, he went on to face, you know, he's going on to face Bobby Lashley. And dude, that right there just says, hey, guess what? This is Triple H's company now. Mm-hmm. Um, so who would you, who do you guys, and I'll start with you, Dom. Who, who do you think? Give me one wrestler that you think that was under the NXT Triple H regime that will come back to WWE. Wow. Um, I mean, the first one that jumps into my head, because I think I brought him up like the Friday that we talked about it with Ivan and, and Mikey was um was Killer Cross, number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was amazing in NXT. I mean, I know they kind of booked him a little weird, putting him in with cruiserweights and that sort of thing. But but his entrance, his gimmick, his mystique was like Undertaker levels. Yeah. So if you get that on a main roster as opposed to, hey, we forgot you were cross. We thought you were crush. Here's your demolition gear. <laughs> I'd be extraordinarily excited. And I, I, I couldn't imagine him turning that down. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. One hundred percent. As I long mean, as Scarlet can come too, there must be Scarlet. Oh, you! Oh, but that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. You know, Scarlet's coming with him. She is. She is because the smoking. Triple H hired both of them. Yeah, she is the smoking Paul Bearer to, to his Undertaker remix. Like it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. If she doesn't, I don't think if she, if they don't bring her back, I don't think he comes back. Not to mention that cat suit. Like- I'm just saying. <laughs> the little so, videos get me every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always have a soundboard. I'm trying to convert it over because I got new tech. <laughs> well, the part, a little like open the the like back door. Um, when I see like you are mute, muted, I'm always just like, wait, what did I do? And then the video, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, the only person I ever mute on this show is Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually oh, after a 15-minute MJF love fest. Just, okay, we're done. Oh, <laughs> I only speak the truth about the wrestling we have to god. Get, uh-huh, I, and I understand, but it gets to the point where you've spoken about it, and I'm just... I wish the 
that you would shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. Hey. It's why you don't happens. give people soundboards. <laughs> yeah, right. Imagine if Ted had one. <laughs> oh. Y'all might as well go home. <laughs> Amy. Like we're since, done. Since since Dom's brought up Killer Cross, who do you think would, would benefit from coming back and working for Triple H on the main roster? So definitely I agree with Dom on Killer Cross because yes. like it, just by his NXT, like the way he was pr- produced, like in his entrance and everything, they obviously had big plans for him because mm-hmm. you wouldn't put that much effort into somebody. Um, another one that I think like it just shows how well they did in NXT and they pretty much carried the brand for what close to two to three years. Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Like, yes. I know like there's like the the people who think like oh he's too small he's not like believable as a rat like going up against big guys but like at a point neither was Daniel Bryan and they made him mm. into one of the most well-known characters in the wrestling world so Johnny Gargano is definitely one I could see coming back because like I said they devoted two to three years to this guy in NXT and he was at the top of the card the entire oh, time yeah. like that I just don't see how Triple H doesn't try to get him back I think yeah. No wait. I think he's like what one of two Grand Slam champions in NXT. Like there's him, yeah. Adam Cole, end of list. Yep. And and even the if they Keith Lee two, win, he never won the tag titles in NXT. Oh, okay. I thought he did. But even if they thought he was too small to be on his own, they didn't want to go that like Daniel Bryan route. Let's say you know Champa comes up short in this U.S. title run. Okay. Who's next for the Usos? You know, like Street Profits have already been beaten twice in a row. How about DIY? Yeah, absolutely. You want to bring the um the tag to uh, the tag division to the next level? Bring in DIY. Okay. Okay. You know, I was actually. I'm kind. I'm kind of going. I'm going in I the might. tag. I'm going in the tag route. Um. Okay. I I actually think that if they brought the authors of pain back i think triple h could set them on the right path in the tag division yeah i really do i really do he they were one of his greatest tag teams that he produced i mean he's he's got a few i mean he's got ftr he's got diy he's got uh i i just said their fucking name this i can't even Authors of Pain. Oh, they're Pain? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm talking about them now. I can't remember their name. Great. <laughs> what a dumbass I am. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, Karrion Cross was like the AOP of the singles division. Yeah. Like, they dominated NXT, and then they showed up, and the next thing you know, they've got Drake, and and he's peeing his pants, and I don't know what happened. Yeah. They should have just kept Paul Ellering. Let's... Yep. Brian kind of brings up a good point, you know. He, he he said, "I think Gargano was pretty much the heart and soul of NXT," and and he and he's right. He was at that towards the end. He he was he was that he was the John Cena of NXT, not like John Cena gimmick, but as far as carrying the brand, is exactly what he was doing. They didn't call him Mister Takeover for nothing. Oh, that's uh, not a bad one either. Ooh. I don't know if Jonah would come back. He's killing it in Japan right now. He is. But I still wouldn't mind seeing it. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's let's move on down the line. <laughs> let me let me pull out my uh my news. So AEW has recently made some pretty major um backstage moves and one of the biggest ones there's a lot there's a, quite a few of them on here. I'm not going to go over all of them, but the biggest one is AEW has brought Madison Rain in not only as a wrestler, but she is a coach and mentor for the women's division. Amy, how do you feel about this move by Tony Khan? Is it about time or how do, how do you feel about it? I think it's about time because um, I don't know it, how long ago it's been, but I remember um, Ivy and I talking on a ladies night episode about how um, AEW can elevate their women's division. And one of the things I always say is you need more backstage, like, power in, amongst women and i'm not saying like oh being able to tell people what to do but like writers and agents and like mentors and everything i because yeah. it's it's sometimes really hard for male workers to get what female workers how they work and like yeah. we see that clash a lot because i think thunder uh, thunder rosa gets a bad rap because um a lot of girls who haven't been trained by certain like styles it clashes with her style. So she seems really rough in the ring compared to other girls. And I feel like mm -hmm. she gets a bad rap because of that when really it's just, it's like not very sync in the, in the ring. So by having a woman mentor, you can get everybody on the same page because like, obviously like we do have like similarities. So like by having like someone that the women can go to, to help them, that doesn't have an ego. She's probably just there because she actually wants to teach the next generation of wrestlers. And it, it's just, I think it's just going to be a benefit. Dom, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I watched that episode. So I, I was I was trying to say, oh, that's the one where, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with Amy. I, I agree with Brian. I think it's a great move for AEW's women's division. Like, I honestly didn't know that she was going to be I, I thought she was just coming in as like a coach mentor i didn't know she was actually gonna wrestle so now i'm like hmm i think she's wrestling tonight is she i think she's wow. wrestling on rampage or dynamite next week I yeah can't remember. I she's re wrestling uh lila lila gray right i think so yeah, oh, yeah. okay i had no clue i don't know how i missed that but either it's way on it's dynamite yeah, but you know Excalibur and that Micro Machines Man voice? I miss that shit sometimes. Like, put a clip up. Put something. Don't. <laughs> AW drives me crazy with that shit. I mentioned it last week. Like, I'm tired of hearing... Yeah. All out. See you next week, folks. He has to narrate the screen. <laughs> yeah, or he just, like, fast talks through whoever the hell is debuting at the time, and you're like... Yeah, you know, it'd be nice. Nice little clip here of like who this person is, what they've done, that sort yeah. of thing. That would be dope. But yeah. you never get that. Instead, you get Excalibur doing his Micro Machine Man impression. But I, I think it's wonderful for them. I think overall, it's just great adding a staff to AEW to back up Tony Khan. Because this man has a shit ton on his plate. Absolutely. Like, he's, he's doing... Everything for AEW, everything for ROH, including trying to find them a new home. 
And then on top of that, he's one of the lead bookers for AAA. Yeah. How much can one man do before things fall through the cracks? And maybe if reports are true, that's what happened with Gresham and a few other people as, you know, this is played out. Like as Cody has left and, and Tony has taken over everything. Maybe it's just too much for the guy. So to have an actual staff of people who are going to work with your talent, train your wrestlers, do what they need to do so that you can possibly get a break is only going to make things better. And it's good to get like different points of view too. Cause like you may have your, your vision for what something could be and they could tweak it or maybe change it in a way that like makes it 10 times better. Like that's what people, I, I know he's gone but and retired, but that's what people attribute to Vince McMahon. Like he wouldn't necessarily, up until like the later years, micromanage as much as he did back or right now as he did back in the day. He would just take someone's ideas and tweak it. So like, and I feel like that's what Tony needs to do. He need to let go and let people tweak some of his ideas. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, and, I was, just, and, you I was laughing at Ivan saying, "Oh, who is that? Who is that wonderful, gorgeous, thick lady over there? You know who that is." He's talking about high class. I don't know who he's at. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That this, you know. And then he says, "Hi, Amy." <laughs> Hi, Ivan. So you know, talking about getting people in place. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go over a few of the people that that he has put in place to to I guess you could say relieve some of his stress. Sanjay Dutt uh, is vice president of production and creative coordination. So mm-hmm. right there, um, QT Marshall is vice president of show and creative coordination. Mm-hmm. So he's doing the coordination for the shows. Don't fuck Pat it up, Bugs. Pat Buck. Oh, Jesus. Vice President of Talent Development. Oh, Jesus. Um, and then Tony Schiavone is basically the senior producer over everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all smart moves. It's all good moves. And hopefully it, it helps AEW. You know, and honestly, They've, if that means if that means more Taz on commentary and less Tony, I'm a happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing they've they've pretty much run a renegade pro program for the better part of three years and now tony's starting to realize okay well now i own two wrestling companies and the other one's pretty goddamn popular as well and people really want to see it and want it back so i gotta start putting like you said everything in place you know and, and it seems like that's what he's doing yeah. and it seems and like I- he's keeping the circle small yeah, and it, uh, like it's it's like any time you start like a small business or a group or something like that or organization, like you start out as the person leading it, doing it all yourself because you want to make sure that it's perfect. You want to make sure it succeeds. And over time, as you bring people in and you start to trust certain people and certain people you don't trust, like that you're always gonna piss somebody off. That's why, like, yeah, Cody left, and yeah, Jonathan Gresham, like him and Tony got into it. But, like, you're going to piss somebody off, especially in the wrestling business, because there's so much ego. And if people mm-hmm. are always going to disagree with your decisions. So he's finding those people. And QT Marshall is a great example of that. Like, if it, I, I've had the pleasure of speaking to him multiple times. And his r- wrestling mind is, like, one of the smartest men in the business. So the nice. fact that he is creating, he, he has a leadership role in AEW, it, it speaks wonders of, like, how much trust uh, Tony gives him. So... 
Absolutely. TK also needs to make Moxley the real champ already. Jose, what? The hobo clown is on oh, Moxley's God. side? Oh, because he has he had to choose between two wrestlers he hates. CM Punk or Moxley. Now you know what, I get uh, it. Uh, you made me a hobo clown here. Oh, and by the way, you can take your interim and shove it up your ass. And anybody else who thinks so can do the same. You had to go there. <laughs> you had to go there. Oh, I won't do shit. it. You made me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Moxley's so, such a great person. I love him. Moxley's amazing. He he really is. Yeah. He is. His book's pretty good, too. I'm reading. I'm in the middle of reading it. It's actually a mm-hmm. really good read. It's like through his eyes. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah. I have to kind check it out. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm actually trying to read. And it's like when I'm reading it, it's like I hear his voice in my head. It's kind of fucking creepy, but oh hey, my god, yeah. <laughs> I'm a wrestling. Oh, it's, tell it's, me there's the, a John Moxley audiobook. Like him. There is. Oh, there is. <laughs> there is. It's the way he wrote it. He wrote his book like a promo. Is the oh, best way to put it. His whole book is like a promo. That's pretty fucking cool. I gotta check it out. I've been meaning to. I just don't get much time to read anymore. I don't either. I I, I read like a page or two here or there. I think I've been reading it since it came out. God I damn it. I, <laughs> I don't know how to read. <laughs> wow, this turned into Wayne's World. Now I wish I had the clip. I never learned to read. <laughs> I only know how to count. That's why I have the job I have. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect then. And it even not, it's only till ten. It's only till ten. Only till ten. <laughs> so, so like, if 10. Ring of Honor or New Japan offers you a job, you're like twenty. No, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> you're like, what do I do now? <laughs> There's you too count many to ten people. twice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, my man's back in the news again. The man, oh, the boy. wrestling god MJF from Mox is, to Max is um made some headlines, and it's not the headlines that everyone's gonna think. Um, he was actually spotted in New Jersey filming Impractical Jokers, filming the next season of Impractical Jokers. So, Ooh. with that being said, and him being seen, and him doing a show on TBS, which is where AEW is aired is is kind of set it on the path that yes, this is all one giant fucking work. Tony mm-hmm. got him a job with in on on Impractical Jokers for TBS. And now tell me, tell me, in WWE wrestler you've seen on any show in TBS that's not a rerun. John Cena and Wipeout. He's retired. I don't watch TV. <laughs> Amy, I don't watch. watch TV. She, doesn't exactly. read, she doesn't watch TV. She just counts to ten. Yeah, yeah I just I, I go that's as high as she can count is ten. Yeah. Can't do no more. It's either three to ten. That's yep. it. One to ten. That's all you get. That's why I wasn't allowed to homeschool my kids. I I can't. I, the, the the math will never come to me, and I can't read. So like, who, who's gonna read to the kids? Like. <laughs> Here's the audiobook, children. Go to your room. Yeah. Here, here. Let me let me see, let me let me see your tablet. Listen to this. There you go. <laughs> here you go. Listen to this, kid. It'll teach you. Hit the It'll microphone. You. John Moxley's audiobook. Here you go, kids. 
We're gonna look learn about crack today, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so what oh, are you guys you, feeling? We live, baby. <laughs> does does MJF filming with Impractical Jokers make it more more like everything was is a work? Like like well, because of the circumstances. It definitely shows that the recent events have been a work, like him stepping away, like the promo and stuff like that. I wouldn't necessarily say that in the beginning there wasn't tension because there were definitely like valid rumbles behind the scenes that like he was butting heads with Tony a lot um, about like the matches he won and like other things like that. But I think like any smart wrestler or worker they turned it into a work because they saw that it was getting the publicity it was and i'm actually kind of mad that he got caught doing um impractical Impractical jokers because like he's usually someone who likes to keep kayfabe pretty well so i thought up until that point yeah like i i thought up until that point he was doing a great job because even i was starting to think i'm like is he gonna like, because we haven't heard anything from him. His Twitter's dead. And yeah. Everything. Like, like it's like, totally His silent. Twitter's dead. Cody shows up in WWE. Triple H takes over. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And he does that so <laughs> well. And 14 you're like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when he, uh, what was it, all... All in or all out. One of the one the the, the last pay per view where um he like disappeared beforehand. Oh, um, double yeah. or nothing. Double or nothing. I knew it was one of like the OG ones. Um, but I was actually the way they played it. I was actually afraid because like what because of the era of wrestling that I watched and grew up on. When a wrestler disappears, that's usually not a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And hearing the rumblings behind that he was unhappy, that apparently he was drinking at the, like, um, craps table and, like, being obnoxious and stuff. I was just, like, my mind went in a totally different direction than just he had a fight and left. So that just shows, like, how dedicated he is to kayfabe because he could literally spin so many narratives just by one action. Yeah. So I am a little pissed that he got caught with impractical jokers because, again, it kind of ruins it. But whatever. Yeah. I'm glad um, he's going to stay with AEW because I don't think oh yes I don't think WWE is suitable for him just because not that Triple H is going to do anything bad to him or they're going to ruin him I just think the TV being on like USA and USA's like I don't know regulations and rules and stuff will ruin the MJF character whereas TNT right now is like oh yeah let him be whatever do whatever you, you do yeah. don't you do gonna, you. And we'll pay you. Yeah. <laughs> substitute MJFs every week. Like it was Christian for a few weeks. Now it's Jungle Boy. Yeah. I mean, they, TNT does not give a fuck what these people say as long as it draws in those ratings. And, yeah. and that that is something that you can try and fill in, but you can't replace when it comes to MJF. Yeah. No, he's it's pretty. Um, I mean, you can you. It, it, yeah, I guess maybe it's because I'm a fan, but it fucking sucks not having him come out there on the stick. Oh, I love Hobo talking just shit. twisting on Bruce. Just what? Well, what if TBS and MJF had worked out the buyout before he left? <laughs> no. no. Do I need to bring up the Jericho? Listen, <laughs> listen. If if Cody Rhodes leaves, 
AEW and loses his television show altogether that he was on on TBS. That just shows yeah. you who's actually pulling the strings and getting wrestlers into TBS. And if MJF wanted to leave and they were like, no, you have to fulfill like the stuff in your contract. I think he would have been somebody who just like fire me then. Like I'm not coming. So yeah. Yeah. Or, or what he did, he would have come and done week in and week out until they decided to fire him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, you know, re- refresh my psychotic brain. Isn't the network that Impractical Joker's on, isn't that owned by Time Warner? They're on TBS. Yeah. Are they on TBS? Oh, I thought they were on, like, they moved, True they, TV. They, 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 they were on True TV, but they moved over to TBS. Okay. Okay. Shows you how much I watch that show. I'm just like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, Jericho's going to be on. Okay. (laughs) I think the the reruns are on True TV and the actual. Okay, but either way, it's in the family. Either way, it's on on it. What up, Devin? Oh, shit. Yes. The tribal chief of podcasting is in the building. (laughs) Acknowledge him. I'll acknowledge him. And I'm not acknowledging that question. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I've already heard it all week. I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I've said from, from the very beginning of all this, like, this is a work. They're going to sit this guy out. They're going to wait till that super show comes at Arthur Ashe Stadium and and somehow, some way, work him back into the title picture, whether it's Mox or CM Punk. Because he's got history with both of them. I think it's going to be Punk. I think I, mean, I think he's been complaining gonna... for I don't know how long. That technically MJF should have won that title match because Moxley cheated. He didn't. He did. He still hasn't. He, cheat. he wasn't allowed he to use the paradigm shift, and he did. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, he still cheated. But anyway, <laughs> Devin, I'm not going to answer that question. Um, nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> so. <laughs> WWE is like all upside down right now, you know. Um, so there's been rumblings that Stephanie and Triple H are planning a a draft in the next week or next month or two. Do you think another another brand split or not even a brand split, but another draft is a good thing, or do you think that? the rosters that they have set right now are are pretty solid for each show. Um, Amy, what are your thoughts on the draft, on them having another draft? Um, I'm all for, like, when was the last, I don't think they've had a draft in a while, have they? When was the last uh, time they had one? I think last year. Yeah. year last okay, year. so this is around the time that they said, because I know they didn't do one for WrestleMania this year. They pretty much, they moved it to, like, february if i remember because we were actually yeah. covering it live yeah. yeah you got yeah you and wendy, wendy and did it live were. yeah hi so, wendy we miss you wendy <laughs> um i i personally like if uh, you are a fan of rewind i always go on and on about how i love the, the idea of the brand split because it creates competition like even in a kayfabe world it creates that and you could capitalize off that and create good storylines off of it like the old days of smackdown and raw yeah like, i mean yeah. they they developed video games over it so like how bad of an idea i love those video games yeah too. oh my god <laughs> but the thing is they have to commit to it like they yeah. always get wishy-washy they'll do it for like maybe a month and then they'll only also do it 
for the month of Survivor Series, they everyone oh, everyone suddenly yeah. cares about what brand they are. During and they Survivor, will tell Survivor you Series. every time they get every chance they get for four weeks that it's the only, only time, time every brand will battle one another at the same yeah. on the same night. And you're like, uh huh, okay. Well, Can we get to it now? Here's the <laughs> maybe thing not this year, but typically. Yeah. Here's here's the thing that like I this is the way I saw it. With the last draft that they had, and you guys said, you know, it lasted through through Survivor Series, and they'd have people back and forth. Honestly, I think that was like the panic button. Not even really the panic button, but that was the, oh shit, we kind of need this guy over here on this show. So yeah, it's the panic button. Vinny hit the panic button and said, no, nah, we got to start bringing people back and forth. Yeah, and uh, that it, was another problem because um, at least, again, dirt sheets, grain of salt, the whole yes. spiel. Um, uh, apparently the, um, networks do have, a, have somewhat of a say on like, we want these big stars here. So yeah. like the people like Ronda Rousey, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, like, uh, Fox and USA do have some say like for who shows up where. So, and that's, that's a problem that, that they have to face when it comes to brand splitting. But at the end of the day, like you could have those three people on one card, but you could still make like say they're all on raw you can still make smackdown the more watchable show a week mm-hmm. i think they've proved that like before roman yeah. reigns got to where he was smackdown was awesome compared to raw and then oh, like absolutely. that and then we saw roman reigns become the star that he was so yeah that is, that is something they have to overcome <laughs> let's not go there that's too much acknowledgement it's getting a little stale. on the omen ray <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will call them out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge these nuts, Roman. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> That's what day it is. It's the day you acknowledge these nuts. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I don't think the draft should be like the draft that it was where you know you pull the talent from both shows i think that the draft should now be talent coming up from nxt and make it like an actual nfl or college draft that'd be pretty badass give it a special on the network everyone has it now because it's on fucking peacock Mm -hmm. you know give it its own special and then if they want to if they want to swap people that are already on the roster make a trade Make yeah. a trade for a draft pick. Hey, oh, you you want the Usos? I'll trade you the Usos for your number two and number three pick. There yeah. you go. Make it a real fucking draft. And and make it logical, too, because I remember in February they had draft picks. It would be like one, uh, one member of the New Day. Bitch, get all yeah. of them. They're stable. Why yeah. wouldn't you get all of yeah. them? Like, you they, don't have they, to keep they literally <laughs> they split up the New Day twice in each draft mm-hmm. in the last two years. Like they moved Kofi and Xavier over to Biggie's show, and then they moved Biggie to Raw. <laughs> you could get yeah. three people for one pick. Like even if you plan on splitting them up, just keep them together. <laughs> right, right, right. It Thank makes you. no Thank sense. You, I'm, I'm, and not just because he's a part of our our merger network, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I, I kind of agree with cousin Mike here, where he says. I don't really need a need a draft. Just let guys bounce from show to show instead of handcuffing them to a brand. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, why not both? Because just because you draft them to a show doesn't mean they can't go to Raw here and there, or a Raw superstar can't but go to doesn't... SmackDown. Like, have those have those moments where you kind of 
you know, cross the line and have, you know, champ versus champ or, it you know, this guy beef with this guy at a pay-per-view. So now we're going to have it on Raw or something like that. You know, I'm not saying every single week, but I mean, you could you could pepper it in to keep it interesting. So one way um, that I think having a draft and having set rosters can benefit not only just on the show, but also wrestlers in real life. Because like a common topic that is brought up is like, why doesn't wrestling have an off season? Should it have an yeah. off season? Because like these guys yeah. are working five nights a week and people like to say like, oh, whatever, five nights a week and you get paid millions of dollars. If you've been in the ring, you know how oh, that no. toll takes on you. Even just one night a week, that mm-hmm. takes a so I think something that could benefit because I remember going to house shows where it was just only SmackDown or only Raw, so you knew yeah. who you were going to see. Yeah. So you'll have guys who get to like work maybe two to three days a week, and then you'll have the other group that works two to three days a week. So like splitting the roster also benefits in the fact that guys aren't on call all the time, and when you have it merged, you have the same ten guys working every show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's like some way to look at it, like. Give guys a break a little bit. Yeah. You Devin, know. that's how the very original brand split went. When it first happened, you had the tag titles and the main championship that would go from both shows. And then you had yeah. the, US and then the title secondary title was and, brand and specific. Second, yes. That's exactly how it used to be. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you could have a little bit of that mixed in just to keep things interesting and have, like, oh, somebody took tag team titles from the Usos, so now they get to go to SmackDown or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that, that, would, that would keep things, you know, kind of exciting. But it doesn't have to be everyone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, it's like, yeah, we have our exclusive guys and maybe, okay, Raw guys take break. You know, SmackDown's coming up. You guys chill. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm all for that. But you could have a little bit of both and still be, you know, in a pretty good spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it's you talk about an off season, and, and and I mean, this is one of the things that I think Tony Khan does really good for his wrestlers is they literally wrestle one day a week, unless there's a pay per view. Mm-hmm. They wrestle every Wednesday. Both shows are filmed on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They get their they get their breaks, they get their rest and stuff like that. If they choose to do indie shows, they can do indie shows as long as they're approved. Yeah. You know, if they want right. to work work more than one night, they're they they're more than welcome to. Yeah. You know, and, and WWE yeah. does go, 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 you know. Oh no. Oh no. We lost oh, no no stick. no. Where did she go go go? Oh, here she is. Okay. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened either that time. What <laughs> <Wasn't> my fault? <laughs> my screen went blank for a second, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, same here. We're like, "Where'd you go?" <laughs> All right, went into the yeah. abyss. It's found me yeah. back. I mean, <laughs> you know, Lord know, Lord knows, Brian Cage has probably spent more time on C- on CCW television than he has on Dynamite, <laughs> right? And he's such a good worker. Like, I don't I get love it. that man. Love him. Lord- like. Great guy, great worker. Like, love that dude. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think he's going to be one of the mainstay big men for ROH once it gets going. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna he's gonna be an ROH world champ. And Prince Nana gonna... is going to take that man to the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah, Claudio yeah. versus Brian Cage. Book it. <laughs> there's so much strength. I don't for... want that yet. Per inch of muscle. Oh my god! Right? I want want Claudio to lose the title, 
and then Brian Cage take it. Oh, I want those two. I need that. Uh, I need but that, here's like, here's the thing: if you put Brian, you want to talk Cage, about strong style? That's it. You, you, <laughs> you put Brian Cage in a in a title match right now with Claudio Castagnoli. Who do you think is coming out on top in that match? Claudio. Yes. First, uh, yes. First in an ROH defense, title first match? First world title. First world know, title. Uh, I think you're thinking dynamite here. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, that might, that's probably true, too. Same Cage owner. is more prominent on XPW, on XPW than he is um, on AEW. <laughs> So there was a, there was a couple things that I I wanted to touch on um in the in the AEW world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this we've talked about this man for we talked about him a lot and, and and to an extent and I even hate to bring him up again because we've actually talked about him so much and that's fucking Wheeler Yuta. This dude put on a banger with fucking Jericho's fat ass. Um did you see him German suplexing that Cracker Barrel all over the ring like four or five yes. straight times? <laughs> and and I think one of the, talk one about of the, strength. One of the great things about this match is you actually like I actually felt like Yuta has a shot at this. This dude, mm-hmm. this dude could actually win this match and face and face Moxley, and that'd be oh, pretty fucking it. awesome. Yeah, and not just because he's from Philly. I wanted it. I was like, come on, Yuta. <laughs> You can you know, do it. One thing that that has been becoming more prominent in AEW is the younger the younger wrestlers or the less known wrestlers are are being put over by the bigger stars now. I mean, Wheeler Yuta, we've said I've said it a hundred times. He was a COVID stand-in because people mm-hmm. didn't want to come and wrestle. Now here he is being elevated by William Regal, John Moxley, and Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Just, just him being associated with those with those guys and having those two matches made him a friggin' superstar, megastar in AEW. Yeah. If he was not with them, do you think them that stadium would be chanting chanting Yuta? Hell no. no. Because if he wasn't with him, he'd still be like the last lackey on the end of the bench of best friends, which I hated. Yeah. Yes. And, and and so no, nobody's chanting Yuta. And and you know what, Hobo Clown? For once, we agree that man is the future goat. Mm-hmm. God damn it! You fi- yeah. we finally did. It's been like three years, and we finally agree. <laughs> and he, Breakout star twenty twenty two, absolutely. And he would not have done that being the protege of a potato that is Chuck Taylor. You know, and and you look at it in other ways too. Look at look at Chris Jericho. With Daniel Garcia in 2.0. Mm-hmm. Every, no one could stand. The, like, I, I was always a Gar- Daniel Garcia fan. But 2.0, I couldn't fucking stand him. I didn't yep. even want to. I, I would turn my TV when they yeah. came on. Because they would NXT, yell and scream AW, like they were the fucking nasty boys. It could have been CCW. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I'm changing the channel. <laughs> yeah. like, like, and And now... I toler I can tolerate them on my screen because they're being elevated by Jake Hager and Chris Jericho, and it's working for them. It's working for AEW. Okay, you, you know? almost lost me at Jake Hager, but I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you know what? I watched. What was it? I was, uh, 
a segment between him and Rusev back in like the early to 2010s. Oh my god! Like I remember being excited for that match. Like yeah. if AEW needs to harness that again because that was just yeah. like a perfect feud. And I remember the pop that um, Jack Swagger used to get getting get it going against Rusev. So yeah. It- I, th- I think Hager could get that pop back and get those fans back. I think it's going to be one of those moments where he finally turns on Jericho and they're done having him be Jericho's heater because mm-hmm. he's been his heater for almost four years now. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, that is also true, Mike. <laughs> you got chanted you, you got chanted because he got rid of those tights that look like Tropical Twistler. <laughs> okay. True. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Touche. Uh, I mean, it's 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 definitely got to be on the survey. I'm checking. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> got it. Um. So also, I mean, it was also, number ten, but it counts. <laughs> so also, something really, I in my eyes, I thought was great that that happened on Dynamite. Um. Well, it was it was the the women's tag match that was that was had uh with Thunderstorm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. Um again, they put over another younger newer talent to AEW that I mean has been there but needed that win and that push. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Here you go, Jamie, take it." Yeah. And she she pinned Tony Storm for the 1 2 3. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, I know Jamie Hayter has kind of been in and out of there since day one. So it's nice to see her, you know, get some, you know, get an opportunity to shine because she's a great talent. And and I hate to say it, but then put that out. Sorry, I can't help it. It's it, it's right but there Tony in my Storm. face. But Tony Storm is also in the ring. Yes. Also. <laughs> Okay. Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Compared to those two. I'm afraid nah. of dentists, so I can't. Nah, Britt Baker got <laughs> crazy weight booty compared to those two heavyweights, man. She needs to get out of that division. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the big thing that, I mean, we're really taking out of Dynamite and it's been all over um, wrestling news. Um, probably one of the most underused factions um, has disbanded. Uh, Team Taz is no more. There is no more Team Taz. Taz okay. is just a commentator. Um, honestly, I think it's t- it, it was time a long time ago. Yeah, it, it, it took too long. Yeah, like seriously. Uh, yeah, it was basically a tag team name for Hobbs and Starks. Is At all the end, yeah. Once they once they kind of moved Hook away from it, it was mm-hmm. like, wait, what are we doing here? Like, why are we even doing this? And all of a sudden, they were like, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> we're done. Well, they just kind of served as like the utility heel tag team or heel faction. And like you said, but when they removed Hook from the equation and Hook just by pure willpower of the fans got over. He is kind of were in awesome 
Oh yeah, when he won the FTW championship, when he came out and you just see the crowd just go insane, like they have to capitalize on that because if they wait too long, like obviously he's over now, he just, him just coming out is going to be good, but they need to do something with him now because they have to keep, I don't want to say upping the ante, but they have to keep it. And if it it drops on him, people get bored. Like it's, they're going to lose that spark and he's super young and he obviously isn't ready yet to be, I guess, like cutting promos. Cause like, I don't think I've ever heard him cut a promo. Like, no, has he? I've, I mean, I've heard him speak here and there, but he's never cut like a full promo. He yeah, said like so, a couple of words or a sentence, you know, yeah. just off the cuff. And when he like, does, it's something crazy. Like he's quoting Sun Tzu or some shit. I'm like, what? This is what you say when you talk, put the chips yeah. down, talk more. Yeah. So like he, he, he right now is writing off the mental, like his, the tone his character has where he's the kind of guy who will go home to a girl's house and beat up her father. Like that, that's the tone he's setting <laughs> yeah, right there. Um, so cold hearted, handsome devil. God damn it. He would and then I could him call him it. daddy. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they can write this for a little bit, but they need to capitalize off of that. And with that connection to team Taz, it, I don't think would have done him any good. So I think it was best. And not only that, like as far as like Hobbs turning on Starks, now you could have Starks going in a kind of baby face direction, which I'm excited to see because I don't think we've yeah, ever, yeah. like at least on the AEW seen that. So that would be nice to be able to experience. And Hobbs as a yeah. monster would be awesome. I mean, I've seen it on NWA Power and it worked well there. So I yeah. can imagine it could transition to Dynamite pretty easily because like people love Ricky. Like yeah. I love Ricky Starks, even though I'm supposed to boom. Like I can't. The dude, yeah. this dude, like I can't. <laughs> I feel he's gonna he's gonna fill the that that role of like home hometown hero underdog story. Come, whoa, my light just oh, went out. No. Wins the championship. It's plugged in. <laughs> Brucey went back to the the witness protection program. Welcome oh, to no. high class dark, folks. <laughs> But, you know, to, to, to ref Amy's point, too, I mean, they gave him the they gave Hook the FTW title because mm-hmm. he had he had got he had come right out of the gate hot. And they kind of petered him out with all this stuff with Danhausen and just sitting in the back and not doing a whole lot. And so they kind of revived his his push and his momentum by having him come out, take the title from Ricky Starks and all that. You can't go back to now, like having him sit in the back or run with Dan Housen or do whatever, because you're just doomed to repeat the same damn mistake you already had. Yeah, like I don't mind him and Dan Housen still kind of like having like backstage interactions, but I think that's the extent they go. Like, I don't think they should be tagging together. I don't think they should really ever have a match or anything like that. I personally don't even think Dan Housen should have a match. Like, I know he's a decent worker, but, like, his character mm. alone is enough to just keep him right as right. We don't need him to wrestle. Yeah, yeah this is true. Unless it's to be, like, that person that gets beaten in a couple of minutes. Yeah. It's just this whole thing with him taking the FTW title and even his father not being able to contain emotion at the table. Like, yeah, that that revived what was once a very hot, momentous push. Mm-hmm. You cannot now just take him out of TV and sit him in the back. Like, he's got to do something. I don't care if he comes out and squashes someone from dark. I really don't care. But you got to you got to give him something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And Hobbs is a monster. Like he he proved he fits that role perfectly. I can't even remember who he was fighting on Dynamite. And to be honest, I blinked and I missed the whole damn match. Like I saw him come you, out. Yeah, I heard the I bell didn't ring. Even... I blinked, the bell rang again, and they were playing his music. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Isa, over? I think they're building to a Wardlow versus Hobbs for the TNT title. That would be amazing. Because they can both work, so it'd be awesome. Okay, this might be a little true, but he's got that amazing hair. I know, you know? yeah. He has that fuckboy hair. Like that's a that's a what fuck he has going boy on. Hair. I mean, let's be honest. I know I know Taz Jerry curled it down, but he had that fuckboy hair too before yeah. he shaved it. So yeah. just let it roll. You know, maybe until one of these days. Yeah, until he ends up like me with don't, a towel. Yeah, don't don't shave it until you start losing it. Don't like you mean like this? <laughs> Hey, you know what? Oh, you oh the glare. You grow it here, though. Yes, I make up for it. If you could it, only cut some of that and, like, implant it, you know? <laughs> Kevin says, don't trust anything Amy says. You got it, Kevin. <laughs> you got it, bro. That's from one Nothing. MJF mark to another. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Long moving, live moving the on. Tasmaniac. <laughs> right? Holy shit. So moving on down the line to the next thing, we're gonna play a game, Amy, and oh, this gosh. is actually this has actually kind of become a traditional game when we have a guest on Hold the up, show. Wait, wait. Is it that time already? I didn't know. Hang on. What time is it? Game time. Now go. Game time. <laughs> All right. This is this is this is a game that Ivy actually was a part of the very first time we oh, played. Oh boy. Um, oh god. This is called uh, the name association game. Mm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, uh, I'll say, give me a fruit. I, this is all wrestling, but give me a fruit that starts with A. Okay. And then, then you guys got to <laughs> whoever whoever says it first will get the point. Okay. And I, I just want you to know, and I hate saying this. <laughs> Because I haven't played yet, because I'm always hosting it. Dom is undefeated. Uh-huh. Dom has never lost. This is true. So I had to come back on Ivy, but that was it. <laughs> thick, please, please end this streak so I don't have to fucking hear about it anymore when we play this game. I'm Ladies saying and it so I don't have to hear it from him. So this is two of the greatest you. prediction champions in podcast history going one-on-one. <laughs> All right. Got my thinking hat on. Let's go. All right. Oh, business picked up. Okay. Through that shit. All right. So there, here we go. Here's, caps on. <laughs> here's our first here's Hello, our bro. first one. This is this is the best four out of four out of seven wins. Okay. No ties. No, my nothing. heart is racing right now. It's bad. <laughs> Give me a pay per view that starts with the letter A. All out. That fucking bullshit. Holy shit! <laughs> that took you guys to Armageddon. This is why I'm on D D. You gotta do the head swivel when you do it. I, I, I literally almost broke out the stopwatch because I'm like, I said it and I'm like, did I freeze? Because you guys have... sat there. You sat there and I'm like, it. oh my God, I froze. Like, it should be like, uh, we should edit that part where it's just like the computer sound, like the, <laughs> like, <it> just, <laughs> just like, what the, 
<laughs> I'm gonna lose this horribly. I don't. I'm not good thinking on my feet. Oh my god. Uh, Amy, you wouldn't be the first one, and you probably won't be the last. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Give me a male wrestler that starts with the letter B. Brian Cage. Dom. I was going to say Brian Danielson, but that's fine. <laughs> Amy's like, fuck you. Fuck this game. I'm never playing it again when I come on, so don't ask me. I've killed too many brain cells in and out of wrestling to be able to play this game. Like, I have negative brain cells. Okay. So we're going to continue playing to fill out the segment. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I would just like that you try to participate. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to be here no more. And I don't like this show. I laughed so hard I almost ended the stream. <laughs> it's my game. It's how I do it. <laughs> Oh, I didn't lose. I broke him in the end of the stream. <laughs> yep. He forfeit, obviously. All right. All right. Here's here's one that is gonna take you guys a couple of seconds. So an hour for me. So that's what yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Give me a wrestling title, like a title belt or a championship, that mm. starts with the letter P. People's Championship? I don't know if that's a thing. I don't, no, it's not. No, that's it's not. People's Champ. It's okay. Progress you, Championship? I, there you, there, there go. you go, Dom. <laughs> the first thing that Amy. came to me, I don't know if they made a shitty belt for, like, The Rock or something. They like, did. The they did. And it had, had a Brahma Bull on it. And it was pretty fucking ugly. I, and he only had it for one episode of Raw. I do love I that people are quite... playing. <laughs> I love that people are playing in the chat. That's awesome. <laughs> Are they losing like me? <laughs> Probably. Okay, Amy. Amy. You know, if you don't get this, the it's game's over. over. It's and fine. you cut my segment short by like four minutes. <laughs> it's okay. That just means we get done early. It's okay. I can eat okay, these I'm cookies just, over here. I'm just messing with you, Amy. Um, all right. Next one. Give me a female wrestler starting with the letter A. Um, oh, it's a bliss. Dom. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Un-E-F-E-T-E-D. <laughs> hey, Amy, at, look, at least you participated. When Ivan did it, he just kind of stared at he the just screen went, Fuck like, it. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what are words? What are words? He did his best Taz impression after, like, two questions. Remember, I told like, you guys at the beginning of the stream, I can't read, so how would I know what these letters are? Right? <laughs> so look, even I'm still taking the W. I don't care. Even though Dom <laughs> completely swept this, we're going to do the last three anyways. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut my now and let Amy answer, because I already won. <laughs> Dom, don't you pity me. You will you will beat down this dead horse. Go. You got it, Mikey. Next time you come on, you can play this game with a. We'll, we'll set this game. Yeah, up so we, can can we, can, we can do Give that. Give me a faction starting with the letter S. 
Wow. That's not an easy one. Yes, it is. Is it? <laughs> then why am I stumped? <laughs> Three profits. I got a point. They're not a faction. Fuck They're a you. Team. <laughs> Fuck you and your rules. All right. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> shield. What? Shield. Whatever. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, we, you know, it was the shield, so I thought. Technicality. I was, I was <laughs> Ivan like, says I he needs a rematch. Why? <laughs> so I can kill you again? <laughs> Ivan, you sat there and watched the, in amazement. I love you, bro, but we'll, we'll go back like, go back and watch the episode. Ivan only survived because I let him. Uh, <laughs> a pay-per-view that starts with the letter J. Judgment Day. Amy! Yay! I she got take one. This moment and retire. Listen, you don't need to do another Unadulterated round. one. You did not, you, I repeat, you did not get shut out. Final Some one. people have. <laughs> Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> give, me a, give me a male wrestler starting with Z. Z-Man? Is there a Z-Man? Yeah, he was in like WCW. Little Muscle Men. Yeah, his name was like Tom Zenkman, but they called the Z-Man. No. He was on one of the pay-per-views that that Rewind actually went over. Like, start, like, what was it? uh, Halloween Havoc, 1990. Did Dolph Ziggler ever get his first name taken away? No. No. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, Mikey beat us all. Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. There you go. (laughs) I we'll let Amy Zach Gowan. We'll give Zodiac. Amy that one, even though Mike beat us both. How could I forget the the the, the person who only had one leg hopping around a wrestling ring? That was right? a weird time in wrestling. I could easily forget the Zodiac. That was a bad gimmick. <laughs> yeah, that was, he really lost it when he started murdering not people. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not not that not that Booty Man was an upgrade because that way we went straight from Zodiac to the Booty Man. I don't. Oh my god, that was the same person. Yeah, it was all Brutus Beefcake. And then he eventually became the disciple or whatever for the NWO. He had a lot of gimmicks in WCW. (laughs) Yeah. See all the crap that's crammed into my psychotic brain, folks. (laughs) All right, Amy, it's time for you to start beating a dead horse again. We're going to talk about SummerSlam. I know, I, I know you've talked numerous numerous amounts of hours about SummerSlam the last two weeks. Let's talk. Let's talk a few little bit. Yeah, more. See, we we don't <laughs> just talk about SummerSlam. We do it. We we do it a little differently. We we go into a pay per view and we decide whether what we saw was either one of three categories: either the good, the bad, or the ugly. <laughs> Yeah, cool. <laughs> I to find. I thought I had a cowboy hat in here. Damn, I got. I got one, but it's hanging up way the hell over there. I can't get it. Yeah, um, we got one in the back, but not here. Booty man main event like five nitros in a row. <laughs> That's why I stopped doing WCW reviews on the DeLorean. So I don't blame you, dude. So this is how we're gonna do this. We're gonna go through. Everyone's gonna give their good. 
and then we'll move on to the bad, and then we'll move on to the ugly. As everybody knows, you guys heard the grades that we gave. Uh, Amy, I believe, was a B plus. Dom, you gave him what an A, A minus. Yeah. And I gave him a C plus. So, with that being said, we are going to kick this segment off with none other than Ref Thick. What do you got for your good from WrestleMania? WrestleMania, SummerSlam. So, obviously, it's the part where everybody's talking about. It's something that is going to be ingrained in our memories, even though the match was okay. I don't, I don't really, like I've said this before, I don't care for last man standing matches. They, they're actually pretty boring to me. But seeing a grown 250-pound man lift up a wrestling ring in the middle of a stadium full of people with a tractor will be ingrained in my memory until I die. Yeah. Even if I lose the negative brain cells, I still have that will, that is just sitched right here where I should have other important things. Nope. It's going to be that part. That moment was so many moments, but that's one of them. Yeah. Such a great way to to do a main event and to end the show because nobody is going to forget that. And that, at the end of the day, that's what wrestling's about. It's about creating moments that you remember. It may not be the best wrestling you've ever seen. It may not be the most logical thing you've ever seen. It's definitely not logical for someone to bring a tractor to a wrestling ring. But hmm. I'm, we're never going to regret or forget but, that. But you know what it was, though? Plain and- hey, that's pretty good. What is that? I- <laughs> what? You know... <laughs> that wasn't my good but i i agree with you amy like like that will always stand out in my mind like th- that right there that moment in SummerSlam is like if i can compare it to like when i was younger watching wrestling and dom and you know when we were younger watching it that is equivalent to stone cold and the beer truck when i was watching wrestling as a teenager yeah. and a kid for the teenagers and kids watching wrestling now, that is what that is. That is this day's equivalent to the beer truck or to the or to the Zamboni or the milk truck. Mm-hmm. Or the milk you truck, know. yes. Don't forget the milk truck. I can't forget the milk truck. That was actually kind of cool. <laughs> um, yes. Damn cool. Jose, since you said that, uh, that is where I will start with my good it was it was Bailey the Co- King Coda, uh, but I'm sure she's going by Dakota Kai again and EO Sky all coming back. Um, I thought that was friggin' awesome. Uh, mm. I've been waiting for Bailey to come back. Like honestly, I I said this in in either one of the one of the chats or on Facebook. I can't remember where I said it. Honestly, that now that those three are back, the women's division doesn't need Sasha and Naomi. They really don't. Mm-hmm. Not with those three coming back. And then you can bring Mandy Rose up that has developed amazingly in NXT and is can now legitimately hang on the main roster. Mm-hmm. You don't need them. Yeah, you might not need them. You got but... all actually you've got all to all of toxic attraction that can come up. I still kind of want them. And I don't mean that in a dirty way. No. Like I still kind of want them there. 
Because, like, yeah, all this stuff's happening on Raw, but we got to have something for SmackDown, too, or else we're just going to be stuck with Liv and Ronda. And and I am i don't want to get or into Natalia. that yet. But, or Natalia. Exactly. Like, there's there's not a lot on that SmackDown women's roster. You'd be like, oh, I really need that. Who, but like, who said Toxic Attraction had to go to Raw? True. They could go to SmackDown. True. Still, you I know? think we need Naomi and Sasha. No, I really I do. I don't, but that's I my like good. Naomi is, is well, like is Naomi, the, the returns. Like, I mean, I had other ones, but that one right there was was no. I mean, that, probably... that whole opening match, Bailey coming back, Dakota, and and now Io Sky showing up with her, and all that was just like, yeah. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Dom, I enjoyed me, the living hell out of that. Give me your good. Oh, I think I might have jumped the gun there with the opening match, but damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you a surprisingly good because God, I hate this man, but damn it, if he did not have a great match at WrestleMania, Logan Paul versus The Miz. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm serious. I can't stand the dude. I want to puke whenever I hear him speak. And he went out there. He had a damn good match. He pulled off what was until the main event, probably the moment of the night with the frog splash through the table that was like pinpoint accurate. I was, I was, I did not have high hopes for this shit because I hate that man. I love the Miz. Hate Logan Paul. I was like, can can Miz just pull some MJF type shit? Be like, you know what? Nah, I'm not even going to deal with you. Champa, take care of him. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and Champa whoop his ass. I'd have been happy with that, but but he surprised the hell out of me. Like he he actually did a fantastic job. I don't think he'll ever win me over like say a Bad Bunny did. Like when he came in, I was like, who the fuck is this? Why does he have like? Don't be a menace to South Central Marlon Wayne's hair. What the fuck is going on? And then I saw him wrestle. And I was like, wow, this well, dude can go. Bad Bunny's, Bad Bunny's not a douchebag. Well, there is that too. I didn't want to say that, but... Logan Paul's do... biggest problem is that they keep trying to push him as a baby face. Like, if they would just, like, lean into the heat... Let him be that he is. Yeah, exactly. Just let him be himself. It will do the rest. His, he mm-hmm. obviously can prove he can work. Like, granted, like, people, I hate the people that keep saying, like, oh, Logan Paul's performing better than Dominic, Dominic Mysterio has been doing. No, for he's not. Yeah, he had, he's had two matches. He's had months to prepare. Meanwhile, you have Donna, Dominic Mysterio wrestling five nights Weekly. a week. Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's no comparison there. And it's not and Mysterio, every, it's Guerrero. And- Yes, it is. No, we got. Yes, I gotta. I gotta keep that one because we're not at that point yet. So I gotta keep that. <laughs> um. So I gotta bite I, my I, tongue. This is not easy. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess I'm gonna move into into my bad. Um. Man, I have to say it's. The Logan Paul match and in the Miz, like I, I had zero interest in this match. Literally, 
I played games on my phone while this match was on and then got up and left my house to go pick up my son and didn't even bother to pause it. <laughs> I did not care. I don't. I don't care about Logan Paul. I don't care if he's great. Get him in there with yeah, no, he's not that fucking good. I don't care. I he okay. he's had two Pat McAfee is a better wrestler than Logan Paul. Oh Pat. Come oh, at Pat. He I a love rough that, man. night though on yeah, SummerSlam. There were he some did. things that he by the skin of his teeth, like literally saved his neck a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that match could have gone to to ugly on several occasions, thank God. But I do love me some Pom Blanco. I really do. (laughs) So, Amy, what was your bad from SummerSlam? So, I kind of just, like, touched on it a little bit. Was not – I love Pat McAfee. I think he has so much potential, like, as far as, like, wrestling every now and then and being – like, he is such a, like – as far as personality and promo and being a character, he's got he it. He was born to do that. And he yep. is, plays into it so well. And I think that's why the crowd gets so behind him. Because, I, like, at first at WrestleMania, he had the White Stripes playing his song or yeah. playing for the his theme. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's a good way of getting people into the match without, like, being behind Pat McAfee. But with this one, like he just has general music, and he is still over. Yeah. <laughs> he had general music after a choir singing yeah. as Corbin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, my bad for the night. It's just watching some of those spots, and a lot of it, in my opinion, because as someone who like watches a lot of in-person wrestling and seeing how ropes affect. Um, people being able to launch themselves off and st- stuff like that. I mean, me, the entire night was like, what is with those ropes? Cause everybody was slipping that night. Yeah. Like, it felt like yeah. everybody lost their footing at one point or another, but there were a couple of times during the Pat McAfee match that like, I thought he was going to die. And that like at the last second he would tuck himself and just roll through. And it, it like, yep. it made it, uh, made it safe, I guess. But on top of that, he was against Baron Corbin, which is one of the people that I can't stand to watch wrestling. Like, I just, I, that it's a very boring style that I can't get into. But nothing okay. against Baron Corbin. I just, I have no interest in watching any of his matches. No, I'm with you there. I mean, the only thing that he did right in this whole push leading up to the match was buying the ticket, sitting behind Pat on SmackDown and holding up like the picture of his rookie year that said loser over the top with the, with the wall. Look like a look like he got arrested picture. Yeah, it was like almost a mugshot picture. Yeah. It said loser. I enjoyed that, but I, I think since Wendy is not here, especially this is probably the only time we're going to be able to say this about a Pat McAfee match. So I'm going to hit. The- it was bad. It, it had nothing, no fire, no energy, no nothing. <laughs> okay. So Dom, yes, sir. Am I, oh, all right. So I said I still had been muted. So I was like, "Hey, he didn't hear me." No. What is your <laughs> What is your bad from uh, SummerSlam? Oh, uh, well, there were there were a couple here and there. I think one is is something that that. Mike brought up in the chat, which was as much as I didn't actually surprisingly enjoy the Logan Paul mismatch. 
how dare you relegate AJ AJ Styles to Logan Paul's lackey? Like that was just no, no. That's 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 a little bad. That's 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 sacrilege, is what that is. <laughs> I mean, it was nice to see AJ and Champa. Uh, and Champa, don't get me wrong, but it was still bad. Yeah, I think my my official bad probably goes to the SmackDown Women's Title match. That was bad. I mean, it, it was it was rough. It was kind of boring. It was kind of sloppy. And then they did like a Street Profits finish at the end, where it's yeah, like Ronda is getting counted down for three. And Liv is tapping out at the same time. And I'm so like, stupid. oh, God, are we going to get... What time is it? That's the wrong one. Are we going to get this again? <laughs> it was bad. It, it had nothing. No fire, no energy, no nothing. I don't want to see this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I will let Amy give her ugly because I'm, yeah, not going to comment on that. Yeah. Oh boy. So my ugly, and it's the only booking decision as far as like winners that I was kind of scratching my head at. Uh, Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Like I understand Edge is coming back. I understand you, you want to have perfect opportunity. Sorry, Amy. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Um, I understand he's coming back, but you could have had Judgment Day win the match because like cheating and Rhea is out there and stuff like that, and then had a beatdown. And then Edge comes and saves the Mysterios. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Mysterios are on the win streak right now. It's not like they're making them look like they're 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 awesome. The only thing they're making it look like is that they're really obsessed with Eddie Guerrero, which like I mean everybody is, but like Dominic needs to accept his parentage. Like for God's yes. sake. He needs to accept like, his heritage. Yeah. And Someone you welcome needs- to Top Rope, because I agree with everything you say. You are an official <laughs> member of the crew from now on. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, um, I was trying to bite my tongue. Please continue. <laughs> but, um, so not only are they making me feel so freaking nuts, like the, the Jim Halper man, like, I'm not crazy, you're crazy, because I keep looking <laughs> at what they're doing with the Mysterios, and I'm just like, they're alluding to Eddie Guerrero so much. He even has the mullet now that Eddie Guerrero has. Yes. Eddie Guerrero shirts, but with the Mysterios. He ha- they, they have to be doing this. They have times to be doing this. There are times where Dom has rocked an outfit that Eddie rocked at a pay-per-view at a pay-per-view and they still don't pull the turn. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, again, look at the name. I, I feel like sometimes I'm a psycho because I'm like, why is this not happening? And then I hear other people say it and I'm like, okay, I'm still good. Yeah. I'm still good. We don't need to up the dose. Thank God. Now, now here's the thing though is, with Triple H in creative, we could see this. If yeah. Ray and Dominic went to Triple H and said, hey, this is what we want to do to get Dominic over. But even if they just, even if they, it doesn't even have to turn on him in a match. They could be out there cutting a promo. It's Ray's 20 years or whatever not. He mm-hmm. could be out there cutting this promo and talking how proud he is. And then Dom just jumps in from behind, beats yeah. the shit out of him, grabs you know what mic- it could be? Grabs the microphone and says, I'm Dominic Guerrero, bitch. Drops I'm it, glad he's signed. You know what it could ring. be? You know what it could Run. be? See Hobbs and Starks on Dynamite. And, and me and Hobbs, bam! <laughs> <laughs> that simple. 
Still hasn't happened. <laughs> so, go ahead, John. No, no, go ahead, man. No, you're, you're good? good. You're good. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm gonna. I I am so fucking intrigued by what your ugly is now. Um, please lay it on us. I I thought there was no surprise. My ugly was exactly what 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 Ref Amy said, and it wasn't even the match between Judgment Day and and. The Mysterios because it was a good match, but the booking was awful. You had a chance, as as Amy said, and I think I even said when I came on their SummerSlam prediction sh- show after they announced that we were going to merge, you had the perfect opportunity for like Dom to turn, join the Judgment Day, get the win, and then have that like wild edge moment where he like. Mm-hmm. comes up from the wreckage of the mountain of omnipotence or whatever that was and and has the new look lightning bolts and all i don't go <laughs> you figure that one out i i can't even but but you could have had all of that still but doing it this way just makes judgment day uh, i mean they're rocking purple and black so it makes judgment day look like wwe's dark order like you've got nothing for them; they're just here to fill a fill a spot and take an L. And copy and, and paste guys, heels, copy and paste mm-hmm. heels. Exactly, those guys were so hot before Edge got beaten out, and I thought when Finn Balor came in, like this is only going to get better. And since then, now we've got this, and I'm just like, man, between that and the long-awaited Dom Mysterio turn to be Latino Heat 2.0, all of it. All of it, all of it, on behalf of at least Ref Amy and I. You ugly. Ho, ho. You ugly. <laughs> and also, you could create a, a, a Eddie and China 2.0 with uh, the way Rhea Ripley is with Dominic right now. Yeah. Oh, yes. my shit. Yes. That, that could be his gold. mama Sita. Yeah. <laughs> That is cool. She'd be walking out with roses and everything. It would be beautiful. And then he lies. <laughs> and they're not doing he, it. He told, here's the thing. He needs to totally embrace the Eddie Guerrero gimmick when mm-hmm. he does this turn. Lie, cheat, steal, hit him with a hit hit the friggin' mat with a chair, throw it to him, fall, dude. I mean, they've done it here and there in the matches, but like he's gotta totally buy into it. Come out in the friggin' low riders, all of it. Mm-hmm. Brian, Just if totally I had another mic, balls to the wall. If I had another mic, I'd happily drop it, but I can't afford one, so I'm just going to leave your comment there. <laughs> a pencil. There, there you go. go. Oh, that was loud. There it is. There. Damn. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> Bruce is like, I can get in on this. <laughs> so, since 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna close this show down with my ugly. Um, my ugly from SummerSlam is the SmackDown women's title match. Dear God in heaven, this match had no right to be that deep in this card. <laughs> it had it, it should have kicked the goddamn show off. Here's the thing. Liv Morgan is the gender mahal of the women's division. I'm wow. Wait, 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 wait. Pause right the there for a minute. You didn't say that. Tell me you did not just say that. Oh, I did. I said it. She is. (laughs) Because here's the thing. When Jinder Mahal won the title, 
Did you expect it, Amy? No. I no? lost a bet that night. <laughs> Hell no. Me? I didn't either. Did any of us expect Liv Morgan to cash in and win her title? No. Win the title? I mean, I didn't even I knew- expect her to win money in the bank. So. I knew she was going to win at some point. I just didn't expect it all to happen at Money in the Bank. And against Ronda Rousey. I get in the chat and hear Liv Morgan is the gender of the women's division. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Wow. Love you too, Anthony. <laughs> that's gonna, that's that was gonna be one the opinion. That was high Reddit. class. Okay. That's going to be the uh, clickbait for Reddit. For yes. Reddit, that's what the title's yes. going to be. <laughs> Yes. I love it. No, I mean, I I might have compared her to Dolph Ziggler, but that was just me, you know. Like, you got to have that talent in a in a division that kind of makes everybody looks good and works hard, you know. Has what are you saying? Together. You got to have a Ginger Mahal in every division. Nobody looks good Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal don't look good as Ginger Mahal. <laughs> Right now, skyscraping Shanky is over, more over than Jinder Mahal. Yeah, that's that's, that's all you thought. need to I know. Thought, I thought that match was horrible. I, I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't excited for it. You know, you didn't watch it. Didn't, it. it didn't give me the 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 tingly wrestling feeling. No, I went back and watched it. Oh, because you went I back because I, I know. Wanted, yeah, I wanted. To hear we had our own little private discussion about. live. It was like me, high class, Grandma Wendy, yeah. and of course, Lady Psycho. And we're watching it, and this match comes up, and Bruce is like, yeah, I'm going to go grab a snack. Let me know when the match is over. Wendy's like, yeah, I'm going to go get a shower, maybe feed, maybe, you know, maybe maybe cut my hair. No, Let me know I, when the match is over. I'm like, guys! <laughs> I, I definitely went back and watched it because of, you know, everyone online. You know, everyone was talking about it, and I don't know why, but... Okay, yeah, that was my ugly. That match was horrible, and Liv Morgan is the female gender Mahal. Done, set, match. And with that being (laughs) said, there are two places on Facebook with one name. One name. That name is Top Rope Wrestling Talk. One is our group. You can go on there, and you can come in, shoot the shit, talk about wrestling, join our forums, join our threads. And have fun. The other Losing one a is prediction our prediction form to me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, soon you'll be soon you'll be losing them to Amy. So, um, yeah, oh, I went there. Be fun, oh, I went there. I went there. Oh, I another showdown between the there. greatest prediction champions in podcast as long as history. As, as long as we're not doing word association, I'm fine. Just I am. <laughs> I am. I am going to be ref fix Jimmy Hart when it comes to prediction forums. <laughs> so you're going to fuck her up is what you're saying. <laughs> going to hit me with the megaphone. No. No, I'm going to hit Dom with the megaphone. If anything, um, if anything, you want Lady Psycho. She's got the second most group <laughs> titles below me. I, she sat under the Psycho tree and I taught her. <laughs> um. So and then you can find us on the other place at Facebook is our page. That's where we post our, our, our show stuff and all of this. But you can also go to Rewind Wrestling uh, Network, right? It's network, is that what it is, network? Yes, the Rewind Wrestling Network. All right. I or if sure you're watching this works. now, you can go to this, the description in the, live, in the live stream and click Rewind Wrestling's link tree, and you will see all of their social medias yes. and all of our social medias as well. Yes. Boom. 
Damn. You just like totally cut out my 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 job. Oh, oh right. including well, including now Hold the two time award winner for worst Instagram handle ever. Yes. You want to drop that one on us, Bruce? Because yes. people will kill us if the we don't say it. World's worst Instagram worst. handle. And look, Amy can't even contain her excitement like, for me on. to say this. <laughs> PWI has given us two awards for this because no one can top us. It's no, one's PWI, the other's a legal award. That's two. At top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Go on there and check us out. Hey Dom. Actually, you know what? Amy, why don't you why don't you spread spread the news of rewind wrestling to everyone since we have you on our show? Or CCW. Or CCW as well. Because we love that too. CCW, just go to their website. We have too many events for me to say here. Like I'm, I, I don't have a life outside of wrestling and children. So it's like that's just, just look at the website. If you, did, we still need to get Bruce to go to a show. Bro, Bruce, you need to go to a I show. Was oh, to say, we got to get Bruce out there do some vlogging with Ref Amy. Yes. You know, oh that, man, that be fun. You're gonna make get me bring Wendy up on Ladies Night. We're gonna have a full, just, just merge, just Ugh. hybrid. It's gonna yes. be crazy. Let's get all this. so. Oh God, things are falling off my desk. It's got it's she's chaos. Throwing over here. I'm shit. Sorry. She is so pissed right now that I asked her to do this. Oh my God, she's throwing <laughs> shit. I do. I do. God damn, Bruce, you don't come to shows, and now you're giving me jobs to do. That is like the worst combination <laughs> of things. My my, I will be at a show. I will be at the next port. Are you, yeah, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look. I'll look. Okay. He'll check the website. Okay. He'll check the website as well. Yeah. So the so you want me to go over the announcement kind of thing? Yeah, Whatever. you can go over the. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We, sure. we, here at the Rewind Wrestling Network, we are extending our family to the Top Rope Wrestling, the Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Oh yeah, that's my a god. Mouthful, huh? I know. Just a, the between the rewinds and the Top Rope is just oh god. There's too many. <laughs> I had to practice saying Rewind Wrestling Network. It was coming out like. Porky pig, I swear it was just re 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 re. Just, but we are enveloping you in our family, and you nothing will change. Like all the viewers, nothing's really going to change. You guys are still going to be you. We're going to still be us. Um, the only thing is really that we're changing is we're going to be on Monday and Wednesdays now. You guys are going to keep Fridays, and then uh, what is it? September fifth, second, second, yeah. Um, the first Friday of September, we are going to fully converge onto the rewind wrestling podcast youtube page your page will still exist obviously because you're going to keep archives of everything you guys done but from yeah. now on from that point on it is only going to be on the rewind page so if you are a subscriber to top rope make sure that you also subscribe to rewind so that you get every friday episode All and right. hopefully we see some more collabs i know we need you to do that uh, family feud game. I don't know if Ted told you. Ted texted uh, me about it, and then I asked him if I had to set it up, and I got crickets. So now that I know, yeah. I will set up something and put it out to wrestling fans and get the answers, and then we'll come back. We, we'll... Yeah, we have a tie in Ooh. predictions. I wasn't in it because I decided oh. to to go with my heart instead of my head on predictions this time, and that's never the right thing to do um, yeah. with WWE. So Te or, uh, Evan and yeah. Ivy are going to need a tiebreaker. Oh wow! Which good luck with that. Have That's fun. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be really fun. So oh, thank you, Mikey. TRWT at WWN, a match made in heaven. 
Just so many letters. There's just too we, many. We, we, we There's do, a we, lot we, of we W's and all that. Ton of letters. <laughs> oh my god. That's the, that's the wrestling business as a whole. It's just a bunch of letters. Just oh, letters. Random Alphabet letters soup. crammed together. Alphabet uh, soup in a pot. And I can't Which, read. What do we want so to be? This is just really bad for everything. <laughs> Oh God! But All yeah, right, I Dom, mean, yes, sir. Tell everyone where you can buy our merch and then whatever else you want to say. Oh yes, because that hasn't gone to the link tree yet, but it will. You can find your various assortment of merchandise. I mean, hats, buttons, magnets, masks, pillows, blankets, shower curtains, shower curtains bath mats. Amy, it's summertime. Beach towels, shower curtain. Leggings. Not. I'm gonna get on that. Slip-on <laughs> shoes with all our logos on it. You can find it in one place, and that is trwtmerch.threadless.com. You go there, you'll see our logos pop up first. When you click on the logos, you'll see everything that's available, which is practically everything. I didn't even name it all. We got mugs, we got tumblers, we got stickers. You name it. We have cell phone cases. Okay, but you, know you gotta what? go to trwtmerch.threadless.com to see the vast assortment get yours today everything international shipping for our homies overseas like pita pipe and all those guys that have been watching and joining us since god day one and we love you for it but again one last time trwtmerch.threadless.com order yours today and help get my ass to wrestlemania 40 <laughs> question I, yeah, so you I, said shower curtains do any of these merch options have y'all's face on it Yes. Yeah, there's a whole line yes. with our faces on. Be, so because that's what my shower and bathroom need is a picture of Bruce and Dom and Wendy's face in my shower. Just yeah. so that every time big, I'm in the shower, big white shower right. curtain. <laughs> big white shower curtain with that TRWT logo that's on the screen and then beneath it is is Bruce, that, Wendy and I. That is a moneymaker if I've ever seen it. So definitely get yourself a shower curtain. Because if you're not showering with them, you're not living. <laughs> we will watch your back while you shower. <laughs> honestly, you though, honestly, though, we're sending one to Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so what we should do, I know we're, we're talking live. So it's not like you Oh, who cares? Dude, we, we do should, this all the time, please. We should plan it during, like, if we're ever going to get a get-together. And not tell him and just go to his house and then set it up in his bathroom. Oh. <laughs> oh. He's probably listening right now. I'm going to get a text be like, don't you dare. <laughs> we won't. We and yet won't it's going to happen. It, I promise we won't do it. No. We won't do it. Hope he's listening to the audio. No, we won't do this. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen, Ted. Don't worry. <laughs> Almost broke my shit there, but but thank you everyone for tuning in and and if I can, because Lord knows she deserves it. I gotta I gotta just take a quick minute and say and, and give an early anniversary shout out to my wife. On Monday it'll be fourteen years, and I don't know how you spent fourteen minutes with me. Have you seen me? I don't either. So <laughs> I don't know how I do like one hour a week, but hey, yeah. it, it happens. <laughs> Exactly. This woman, day in, day out, 14 years. She's a fucking trooper, bro. I'm telling you. She's the real champ. I mean, God bless that woman. I I love her to pieces. I, I hope we I hope I have 
planned out a wonderful weekend for you and you enjoyed the shit out of yourself. But I wanted to start here and just say to the world, happy anniversary, Lady Psycho. I love you to death. Ooh, and uh, love. we got anything else or is it time to say goodbye to all our company? <laughs> Stay fresh, know. cheese bags. Yeah, you that, gotta say that for Wendy, of let's, course. Let's let's end with that because I can't do better than that. That's perfect. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Yeah. <laughs>